Welcome to Advisors Anon, where expertise, knowledge and experience are sought from the world's leading thinkers and performers in professional services. And we don't know who they are, they are completely anonymous. Their purpose is to openly share with no one to emotive. Today's topic is focused around pricing. And today we have our guest. And so, our lovely guest, please can you tell us a few words about yourself and your short bio, please? Oh, uh, Daddy said go to university, become an accountant. I realised that was a really bad idea at university as I looked around the people. Not that I should say some of my best friends are accountants now. And uh, subsequently, I set up a business at 21, uh, several other businesses since then. I have written, I think, nine or ten books, uh, forwards by such notaries, uh, luminaries as Richard Branson. Very impressive. And not many people can say that they've written 10 back 10 books with Richard Branson as a forward. So what is your chosen subject today? What would you like to kind of share with us? Uh, my chosen topic is put your prices up now. OK, and why? Why is this so important to you? What, why, why is this kind of a topic that you feel so passionate about? I can't I can't believe you're asking me why this is so important. I simply can't believe you're asking why is it such an important thing? It is the most blindingly obvious thing that people should be doing that they don't do. It's always, oh, we can't put up our prices. If we put up our prices, everyone's going to disappear. If we put up our prices, it'll be dreadful because then everyone will go to the competition because the competition are faster and smarter and brighter and better than us. So we can't possibly put up our prices. But at the same time, it's dreadful because right now we've got no money. We can hardly afford to pay the wages. I can't afford to pay myself. How can I put my prices up? You need, everyone needs to put their prices up and put their prices up now. And ask me some questions, but I can assure you, 98, 97% of businesses I come across can easily put their prices up. And, and how many of those businesses annually do not put their prices up? Oh, uh, a show of hands in a, in a room. If there's 100 people in the room, I'd say that maybe 70% of people don't put up prices. I'd say that maybe 40% of people haven't put their prices up for three or four years. And they are just shooting themselves in the foot when they realize how much money they have chosen. And I, and, and I use the word carefully when they realize how much money they have chosen not to not to charge and therefore the profit they have not had and the consequences, which are not getting the new car, not building the extension, not employing the new person, not getting the new website. The, the consequences are just just ridiculous to think about so you'd have thought with inflation being low but still prices coming out because of brexit whatever reasons that people would actually put the prices up on a kind of fixed date whether it's the calendar year or financial year you're feeding me you're feeding me with things they don't put prices up because they are petrified of people saying no in the same way that most people hate marketing and sales because they're petrified of people saying no on top of that, they actually have a have a 
a, a, a saboteur or a judge sitting on their shoulder saying, you're not worth it, you're not worth it. They won't recognize the value you offer. And what they're doing is they're not selling on added value. They're selling, they're selling on price. Let me just explain, let me just explain the numbers so you can understand why it is so important for people to put. I hope there aren't any accountants listening because I always get nervous when accountants are listening. If you put your prices up, I don't know, 10 gives you a gross profit of three pounds or 30%. Stick with these numbers. They're not going to get any more complicated. If you put your prices up by 10%, so you were charging 10 pounds and now you're charging 11 pounds. So your profit was three pounds and now your gross profit is four pounds. You can afford to lose customers because everyone's going to say, oh, if I put my prices up, I'm going to lose customers. Of course you're going to lose customers, but you can afford to lose 25% of your customers. You can afford to lose a quarter of your customers and you will still have the same amount of money in your back pocket, okay? Now, there's people out there going, no, you don't understand what it's like to be running a business in Blackpool or running a business in, in Tehran or running a business in the surveying field or running a manifest. It doesn't really matter who you are. It's a always been a recession here in Newcastle. It doesn't matter. And people say, you can't do this. So you go, okay, let's just go through the numbers. If you reduce your price by 10%, we'll stay with the 10% because we all give away 10% all the time. The client says to us, how much is it? And you go, oh, it's 1,100 pounds. And they go, you go, all right, I'll do it for a thousand. We do it all the time. Okay, we give give discounts without without the client even leaning on us. I mean, I don't even know why we call them prices. We should just call them sort of prices we'd quite like to have, but we don't expect you're really going to pay. Anyhow, if you're charging ten and you decide to reduce your prices by ten percent, so you can become more competitive, so you can win the business. You go from getting three pounds to getting two pounds. Okay, that's fine. But there's a bigger, bigger problem than that. Okay, if you reduce your prices from 10 pounds to nine pounds, you now need to sell 50, five zero. You now need to sell 50% more stuff just to stay in the same place as you were before, just to have the same amount in your back pocket. So let's just go through what that means. If you put your prices up by 10%, you can afford to lose 25% of your customers. Put it another way, put it another way, okay? Just think about this. You were working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You put your prices up by 10%, you now only have to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and a bit of Thursday. And you can spend the rest of Thursday banging golf balls or improving the quality of your product and improving the value that you add to your clients. Whereas, no, 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 you're saying, I've got to put my prices down to be competitive. Whereas if you put your prices down, you were working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you now need to work 50% more. You now need to work on Saturday and Sunday and next Monday morning. And that is totally bonkers. And before my blood pressure goes, let's just be clear about this. Who are the customers that you lose when you put your prices up? 
The customers you lose when you put your prices up are the people who don't recognize the value that you have. Or to be more specific about it, they are the pond life and the scum who don't value what you do, who feel that what you deliver, they could get somewhere else. They're not loyal. They don't do you any favors. They don't give testimonials. They don't make recommendations. And you're well shot of them. And of course, if you put your prices down, who do you attract? You attract the people who only want a cheap price because they don't value the quality of what you do. So why on earth wouldn't you put your prices up? Sorry, I'll calm down now. Absolutely brilliant. So well done. Um, and the two points there that come through to me is value perception, which I'll come to is secondary. But the first point is, how do you get a person to get over their fear of actually increasing prices? Because within them, they've got a kind of, you know, whatever, whatever their obstacle is, they have a fear. So how do you get over that fear? That's, I mean, that's a great question. So I think the good news about putting your prices up is that you actually have nothing to lose. You, the thing is, you can't go the other way. You can't go, uh, hello, Mr. Client, I'd like to do this work for you. Uh, 9,000 pounds, they go, fine. Go, oh, that's a bit quick. They said that a bit quickly. Oh, actually, what I meant was 10. And they'll go, no, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll take the nine if that's okay. Uh, but you can go the other way. So when they when you go, hello, I'd like to do the, the price is 11,000 pounds. And they go, and everyone who's ever buying should go this way. When everyone says a price to you, you go, breathe in through your teeth. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting that. Um, and then you've got a choice. You can either say it, it is, it is 11,000 pounds. And the reason for that, that makes it different and makes it the additional value is, or alternatively, if you feel you're about to lose, lose the sale, then you can, then you can, what I would call conditionally negotiate. Now, when you conditionally negotiate, you don't just reduce the price. You, re you can reduce the price, but on condition. So you reduce the price on condition that now you don't deliver within the 12 hour period, or you don't send everything first class, or you don't do the weekly reports, you do the monthly reports. So you can, you can still maintain your margin because what you're doing in effect is you're, you're changing the product. But my, so at its simplest, if you charge a slightly richer price, you can come down. Ideally, you should negotiate conditionally. So therefore, to get over the fear of increasing prices, we can put some conditions in there to make sure they're not as fearful. Yes. And I think the other thing is that uh, we all, not we all, many of us have a tendency to sell by the hour, which is so totally and utterly wrong. And I know if you're in a professional service firm, you've got some little timekeeping device clicking away every four, eight or 12 minutes. Uh, but that that device should just be making sure that you're, you're delivering the right number of hours relative to what you said you were going to do. You shouldn't be selling, really, really should not be selling hours. Because as soon as you say, as soon as you say my time is 50 pound an hour, they're gonna say, I spoke to someone down the road that does it for 45. You need to be selling on added value. And if you sell on added value, people are uh, more interested in what they're going to get. It's more about them. And secondly, the, the, the question about, about, about the, the price point totally changes. So if you're saying to someone, if I work with you, I can, I can generate uh, 
£10,000 of additional profit for you. And they say, how much does that cost? And you say, that's going to be £500. They're going to go, I pay £500, I get £10,000 of bottom line profit. That sounds good. Whether it's an hour of your time or 10 hours of your time, you haven't mentioned. So, so, so you know, we're starting to get under this, this subtlety that you, you need to try selling on added value, yep. sell on what you're giving the client, not the number of units that you're delivering on. Yeah. And that's brilliant. So coming to the second part of the question I asked earlier regarding value perception, which is you just tapped on everything, added value. So please tell me, you know, your opinions on pricing and value perception, please. Um, it's really, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's a whole load of stuff about value perception. If you imagine a bottle of, a bottle of Heineken, you know, a bottle of Heineken you can get at the local co-op for, I don't know, a pound. Uh, you can get it in the decent bar for like four quid, but you, in the beach on Saint-Tropez, it's 12 or 15 pounds. It's the same bottle. But depending on its wrapper or its environment, the, the price point can change. So I think it's really interesting about, about how we're quite happy on the beach in Saint-Tropez, or not quite happy. We will, <laughs> we, we will pay the £12. We'll, we'll pay the, the £4 in a bar. We'll pay the £6 in a restaurant. So the, the price perception varies with, with the environment. So you can change the environment. So you can present something uh, that it's coming from a four-star office rather than a two-star office. You can present yourself, you know, as soon as you present yourself as the Waitrose rather than the uh, Aldi or the Lidl in your industry, then that same product can have a, have a different price point. Uh, and, and I think the other thing that I'd, I'd like to get across is that your price points um, can also vary. This is what I call the espresso machine. It comes from uh, Perry Marshall originally. You know, why on earth does Starbucks that sells three pound cups of coffee all the time also sell 3,000 pound espresso machines? And the answer is really simple. That about one in a hundred customers that come into Starbucks is actually willing to spend £3,000 on an espresso machine. So you're, you're a fool if you don't have an espresso machine in your, in your coffee shop. It's the old 80-20 rule. 80-20 rule says, you know, that 20% that of customers will pay four times what the average the rest will spend. Yeah, 4% of your customers will spend 16 times what the average customer will spend. You know, and 1% will spend 50 times more than the average customer will spend. So you need to have, not for the same product, but for product offerings. So one needs to have different product offerings. Otherwise, you're just, you're just leaving money on the table. So this is, this is kind of you know, about how you, how you present yourself and how, you, how you, you, you show that value. So a question comes to mind. What's the most expensive drink stroke beer you have, you've ever bought? Well, I can tell you, but don't tell my wife. The most expensive coffee and brandy I ever draw, bought, I never told her, was in Florence in the square. And I paid £120 for two cups of coffee and two brandies. <laughs> and I was surrounded by, by, I have to say, I was surrounded by old men uh, in mink coats with women literally only wearing mink coats uh, in a very, very posh place. So... 
so there you know and and it was great and my wife thought it was marvelous and it was a very very special evening and so was it worth it was the value worth it was the price worth it yeah it was it's was, it was one of those one of those moments we'll never forget it was a it was a it was a great very special place and uh and i and i and i don't regret having having spent the money and and you know, there are I think we, when we are when we are selling, we get too fixated on on what we are selling. We get too fixated on inputs, and we don't get fixated enough on on what the customer's getting. So with the coffee and the brandy, I was buying this amazing, remarkable experience. You know, special place, VIP lounge, yeah. and all, that, all the stuff that goes with that, uh, and. And, and 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 they they have it is or they have created that and you feel that, that it's worth it so, so one one of the final questions um how does one know what percentage to put up prices by oh lovely 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 question well uh one of my friends would say think of the think 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 of the maximum you could sell it for and then double it. Okay. Okay. But if you're working on the 80-20 principle, just do the numbers. You know, I've got a, uh, well, uh, a friend of mine who does training and he has to work five days a week because he only earns 200 quid a day. Whereas uh, a keynote speaker will earn four or 5,000 pounds a day and to the same, you know, to the same piece only needs to deliver once every two weeks. So, so, there may actually be, you know, there may only be, you know, five percent of the people who currently buy from you may only be willing to pay ten times the price you're currently paying, but it may actually make more sense to work with that one person. So, and that's slightly cheeky. If you're in a more of a commodity type market, I would still say you'll try putting your prices up by ten percent. Why do you put your prices up? You put your prices up because it sends a really clear message of confidence to the customer, a really clear message of confidence to to the competition it stops you feeling like a prostitute or a whore it makes you put your head up it makes you feel better about what you're doing it makes you feel proud of what you're doing it makes you feel like you're getting the right price and the point is you know if you put your prices up by 10 percent you know you can afford to lose some customers and the customers you lose tend to be the pond life and scum yeah totally agree with that and prices up by once a year twice a year how often do you put prices up by i think i think that's uh, i think uh maybe once a year otherwise people again it depends on what you're selling but uh, as you alluded to earlier on it's really pretty good to say as in line with our contract uh, pro, uh the annual price rise is going to go up by blah 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 uh, and in return for that you're going to get that and i always think you just can't just say the price is going up i think you, need, you know in lieu of increased petrol in lieu of the fact we're now over servicing we now have a additional project manager delivering for you uh, and in return for that you are now able to phone us every day so again it's that it's that negotiated piece where where you're offering more value and, and often you offer stuff that costs you nothing like you can now have unlimited access to our faqs online so it doesn't cost you anything because it's just sitting on your website but it may be of real value to them we often don't know what's of real value to our customers and so that's all the, the game which is wonderful and so the pain have you ever seen have you ever seen businesses go bust because of their fear of increasing prices no i always say 
whenever I do a presentation, I say, hands up those of you who put your hand, your prices up in the last year and maybe, you know, 30% of the hands go up. And I say, keep your hands up if putting your prices up has crippled or destroyed your business. No one ever puts their hands up. Okay, wonderful. So you've been very passionate about why you put prices up, about your wonderful analogy regarding pond life and your ideal clients and customers and making sure you increase prices by a fair percentage. So final question, and then we'll wrap up. And so what's the one bit of advice, and it could be the same, same you've already said, what's the one bit of advice you'd give to any business owner at all? Put your prices up now. Fantastic. Thank you so much. That's been enlightening and I love your passion. And if there are accountants out there listening, please talk to your clients about it because they should be doing it. So thank you all and wonderful. Four, three, two, one, done. Done. One mention in the middle.